And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. Wow, it's marvelous, monumental, most fascinating, massively mind-bending Monday as we join our hearts and minds as one and draw closer to the King of Kings and glorify his name. First, friends are there to help. For the unlearned, by the way, okay, the Bible talks about the unlearned, right? That's not the uneducated. That's people who won't allow the truth into their lives. For the unlearned, think that friends are not important. Well, that's that's not true. I guess that is why there are more than 60 references in the Bible for friendship. In fact, Proverbs 18.24b states, there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And the highest compliment in the universe is to be a friend of God. That's one of the reasons we admire Abraham. Next, comforting and consoling. Much like everybody who is a Christian, the first thing we want to do is be genuinely helpful. And that's cool. That's Jesus-like. But the next thing we do is try to solve the problem for the person. Guess what? You can't do that. I can't do that. And we should not do that. God can do that, but that's because he actually has the right answers. Sometimes the best thing to do, listen to this, is just sit there and listen and share the grief. That is true friendship. And finally, sharing the grief can be cannot be artificial. Okay, that's important. It has to be authentic. It does not have to be words. But it often has to be some form of presence. A true friend, a Christian friend, a carrier of burdens knows that their friend may have been beaten up and looks brutalized. But instead of pointing out the obvious, a friend cares enough to say nothing. Silence is also very powerful. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oive. So much more. So much. Wait, let me do Oive. See, that's better. (laughs) So much more. All right, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Let me check. It's working. Uh, you can also text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. But I am warning you ahead of time because it is so powerful when you call. When you call, 972-445-0770, you will be talking to Dynamite. D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite. 
Let me tell you what that's like. When you talk to Dynamite D, that's like talking to somebody who has an encouraging word for you at the perfect moment that you need it. Good friend. That's a good one, huh? Yeah, that's right. You can send me a dollar later. That was a good one right there. All right? All right. Uh, bottom line, folks, if you've got an opinion, a thought, a comment, or a question, we are here for you. We are, everybody is here for you. In fact, that's really a big part of what we do. A big part of what we do and who we are is this thought right here, loving one another. This idea right here, taking care of one another. This thought right here, getting out of just ourselves, getting into others, caring and encouraging. Maybe you just need somebody to say, you know what? I appreciate you. And I can tell you right now, every person that texts, every person that calls, I absolutely, genuinely appreciate you. I appreciate your love, your support, your commitment, your prayers. You are loved. And if somebody as stupid as me can love you, imagine how much God loves you. Right? It's like, yowza. I just think stuff like that's great. Hey, you want to reach out to us, do it. Reach out to us in those different ways. Share something. Maybe it's a testimony. Maybe it's a prayer request. Maybe any of those things are uh, viable. We want you to have that opportunity. Plus, we also want you to have this massively important opportunity about answering very important trivia questions like this one. According to Genesis, what did God create on the first day? Stop it, Dave. Stop it. According to Genesis, see how nice I am? Wasn't that nice of me? What did God create on the first day? Uh, uh, uh. Right? All right. So while everybody's going, uh, uh, I will remind you that later this week, not today, but probably Wednesday, we will be giving away tickets, from what I can tell, to another SMU football game. So just be aware that more tickets are going to be given away. I'm going to double-check with Don before we you know, put it out there. But it is my understanding that SMU is playing Houston. So if they are and if that works out, we will uh, coordinate that and give tickets away. We'll probably be doing that on Wednesday. So what I did was I just gave you a big heads up on that scenario right there. We do have somebody that is ready. Are they going to answer the triv? Yes, they are. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary, David. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good today, Gary. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confess something. I'm going to go to the gym, only for about 20 minutes, but I'm going to go to the gym because it's been a while and I just can't get any bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to the gym. <laughs> so it's good please. exercise. Yeah, it's good exercise. I, I just need to – I'm an overdoer kind of person, and so they go in and they exercise too much, and so I'm trying just to calm it down, relax, and do that. So I, I could definitely use thoughts and prayers in that process of just relaxing. But thank you for asking me. I appreciate it. Well, I prayed for you and all of you yesterday. All right, brother. And your listeners, and that includes Al, yeah. his wife. Nice job. And that's what we need. We need praying for one another to help one another get through. I mean, that is exactly what it is. That's exactly what Jesus was putting on our hearts and establishing in the church. So thank you for being a great part of this family. So that's awesome. All right. Not overly complex question, except for I think some people were like, "Um, I, I don't know if I remember. According to Genesis, what did God create on the first day? In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That is right. And do you remember what came right after that, the thing that came right after to distinguish all things? 
there was darkness and there was light. light and that is it so the heavens and the earth were the first things and they were created by god they were the first things that created and then he went that next step and made the distinctions between the between all things using light and it's like ooh, there is such a testimony in there that the, the jesus is the light of the world oh i love it love it excellent job my brother gary excellent work Thank God you. bless you, and I'll continue to pray for all of you. Thank you, brother. We appreciate that. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Great job by Brother Gary. All right, here we go. So uh, don't forget some of the things that I told you. i got to decide whether Dave needs to do a little additional uh, labor or if we can do more show or more giving or whatever. Just be praying for it. So I'm not freaking out about it. Nothing's happening tomorrow, so everybody relax. Well, something's happening tomorrow, but that's not it, so I'm just saying. Uh, here we are. We're still in, of course, Job. But if you remember, when we finished Job, well, you know, we went through the whole ending of Job saying, and all this Job didn't say anything wrong, right, which was, like, totally awesome. Got that? Got that? All right. So now we've got the three friends, and I'm going to give you the Detroit version of how their names sound. <laughs> the weakest thing I have. Weaker than geography, weaker than anything else, is the absolute perfect pronunciation of Bible names. It's just the worst thing. I preached a whole message using the wrong name once. It's a great message, just the wrong name. <laughs> like, uh, so everybody, everybody has to either forgive me or, or you're in trouble. That's it. See, you have to forgive me. See, the Lord doesn't even let you not forgive me. All right. We'll back it up from uh, verse 10 in Job 2 and then run uh, through verse 11, 12, and 13. So Job replied, you talk like a godless woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all this, Job said nothing wrong. Oh, I wish that was me sometimes. Uh, verse 11, three of Job's friends were Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuite, and Shofar the Namathite. When they heard of the tragedy he had suffered, they got together and traveled for, from their homes to comfort and console. So here is something that we need to understand, and that is when you hear something about somebody— uh, so in our in the way that that the society functions today, when somebody in the church in a, in a powerful position or an influential position does something wrong, the world is more than happy to highlight them on every front row page, on every front page of every internet thing, and they literally celebrate the downfall of Christians. Even though the Bible forbids that and tells us not to rejoice when our enemy goes through these types of things or when people go through these types of things, I should say. And then the irony behind it is that they celebrate it and then more people pile on on the backside of that and say, see, hypocritical Christians, see, and they make a, this, this enormous deal. So we've had leaders in the last 25 years or so, a multitude of them have fallen in in sin that they got caught up in that they could not get get themselves out of and they could have they had nobody to walk with in it nobody to help them in it they got stuck in it satan took advantage of it satan's been taking advantage of people for a long time and the way that the church operates often is to hear something and to throw the baby out with the bathwater the first chance we get and that is a sin in the eyes of god how about that 
you imagine? Can you imagine any of the disciples going up to Peter, going, "Loser, loser, you denied Jesus, loser." I mean, that's just like it's crazy. Instead, there should be this passion and compassion, a desire to help. Do you know that all the great things that Job did prior to this testing are not unwound because of this test? And this is the thing that just, it does drive me batty. I'm sorry. So you have somebody, they lead a thousand people to the Lord. Then they have a problem down the road. And then 10 years later, they have an extramarital affair. Terrible. It's terrible. It doesn't invalidate the people that accepted Jesus Christ. That's insanity. But what it does show is that the church is merciless when it come to help, comes to helping people who need help. I was like, well, that ain't right. The world and the church should be distinguishable when somebody falls, not non-distinguishable. And they heard about Job, and you know what they did? They got together and they said, let's go help him. Now, they're gonna, they're, we're going to get into how they helped and how that was wrong. We're getting all that. But the first thing they were trying to do was the right thing. They were trying to be friends. Now, our style of friendship may have a little bit of work to do. But I want you to understand at least where they were coming from when they started, okay? And then we'll get into the deeper stuff. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? What's happening is the churches and uh, educators and our government and everybody is too concerned about being politically correct. And what's happened is the walls have fallen down, and we need to rebuild them, and we need to build them back. And the only way we can do that is with God's people taking a stand. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And I will say, especially in regards to the political correctness, it's just man's attempt to establish their own righteousness apart from God. And that's why it has so much confusion attached to it that nobody can figure out what's going on because it goes all over the place. Well, the, the only hope for America is, is not the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. Uh, our hope, my hope is in God and his people taking a stand uh, this coming uh, election season. 
and uh, let's get men and women in office. And again, I'm not telling people to vote for, but we need to take a stand for God's truth and his righteousness. Yeah, that's fantastic. I just want to thank you and extend a thank you to you for taking the time to come on the show, sharing with us, giving us that perspective. I appreciate it. And it was a privilege and an honor for me to have you on the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. God bless. All right. God bless you, too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Pastor Franklin Graham. Like any person searching for answers, I, too, have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready for our next trivia question, and we are going to have to play the warning horn. You know, I hope nobody hears that and then pulls over to the side and thinks that, like, you know, the planet's crashing or the moon is crashing into the earth. That's or what something. it sounds like, the end of the world. It's, it's like, well, that's it. That's right there. And I know it's, it is that submarine dive thing, but it just is so penetrating, right? All right. Uh, true or false, according to Exodus, the quail appeared each morning. True or false, according to Exodus, the quail... Remember the the quail appeared every morning, each morning. True or false? <laughs> if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at he must org. And so some people are say, hey, Dave, how is it that you can talk about sin and people struggling going through that? And then you can turn around and then you can tell like the jokes you're going to tell and so on and so forth. And here's the answer. Forgiveness. That's how you do it. <laughs> so you want to know how? Forgiven. Right? That's not justification to keep on sinning. That's just knowing that my Savior loves me. Again, Jesus, a better Savior than you are a sinner. Okay, got that? Never forget that. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. I got my joke page right here. So I've got a couple of jokes. One is very funny, I think. Two is okay. And then uh, the third one, I'll just do them all, and you just tell me what you like or dislike. Ready? So I'll do shortest to longest. Okay? That's how we'll do it. Right, here's the first one. Catching her in the act, I jokingly confronted a visitor's three-year-old daughter. Are you taking your little sister's grapes? No, she innocently replied. I'm teaching her to share. <laughs> this one's a little thin, but don't get mad at me. Uh, found another snake today, but it was only a baby. I wasn't afraid of it, bragged the young Soren. How do you know it was a baby, asked his father. You know, there's a lot of poisonous snakes all over this area. Because, Soren said, this one had a rattler. <laughs> this is a funny joke. Might as well just get over it. 
it's funny. Ready? A gorilla walks into a drugstore and orders a $1.50 chocolate sundae. He put a $10 bill on the counter to pay for it. The clerk thought, what would a gorilla know about money? So he gave the gorilla a single dollar bill in change. As he did, the clerk said, you know, we don't get too many gorillas in here. No wonder the gorilla replied, at $9 a Sunday. See, because he had paid $9. Help me, Jesus! Help me, Jewish God! Ah! Help me, Tom Cruise! Come on, that's funny! Oh, that is funny. Come on. No wonder $9 a Sunday. Come on, people. Lighten up. <laughs> All right. Uh, trivia question. Uh, well, I thought it was funny. Uh, what was the trivia question? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, true or false, according to Exodus, the quail appeared each morning. Okay. Not Dan Quail. Only the quail. The quail. All right. If you think you know the answer, what is our number? 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Or send an email, David, at he must increase.org. Back to the text we go. So as you can tell, I'm taking a lot of time on the friends because uh, the reason is pretty simple. Because I'm getting ready to blast these friends into the into the Netherlands. <laughs> Not this week, but next week. And the reason is, just so you can know ahead of time, because in their friendship, they used legalism and not compassion. Now you're going to find out. Uh-oh. Right? Here's the deal. These guys didn't say all that much wrong. They just had the wrong spirit in everything they were saying. Remember what it is? They, they, the, the ultimate thing of this whole process? They condemned Job, but they didn't really give him a reason why. The real answer to that is there was nothing to condemn him for. Oh, 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 oh. But before we get there, somebody's ready to answer the trivia question, so let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is your brother, Ace. Hey, brother Ace. How are you? I'm doing good. It's a beautiful day out here today. It is, it is nice today, isn't it? It's a nice, it was like 73 when I was driving in. Nice, clear, fresh. It felt good. Just barely a little breeze. Just not breeze to know if there's a wind out there. I <laughs> <laughs> got it. Holy Spirit. Yeah, like the Holy Spirit does now. All right. Love it. Love it. All right. True or false, according to Exodus, the quail appeared each morning. Um, I, I hope I'm, yeah, not only, not, but not on Sabbath. It wasn't. It's just, uh, no, that's true. That's not true. That is correct. It is false. Here's the key in that. Ready? It, it, it was the, it was the, first of all, they appeared in the evening. So that's the first, the first thing. And then really, really the manna is what appeared all the time. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the manna was always there. And then the, the quail did appear, but not to the same level that the manna did. But yeah, they the, the dinner came in the evening. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, right. I, I think I got thrown off on that. Yeah. Um, you're right. I'm, I'm always wrong. You're, always ah, wrong. you're so, not wrong. Hey, we got a good got a good professor at the head of our church everybody here so our grant fellowship i should say so uh, we're doing good with you at the helms okay all right brother god bless you bro god bless you bye-bye 
All right, here we go. So let's go back into the text and have a good time. Brother Ace, always good to hear from him. Here we go. Here's what it says. So uh, now watch this. This is a – I think this is fascinating. So I go into this, and I look at this just a little differently. I know they're going to mess it up and so on and so forth, but just listen what happens when they first see him. So the free, three friends get there, right? They heard about the tragedy he suffered. They got together and traveled from their homes to comfort and console him. So these three guys, they're trying, right, to do the right thing. When they, here's verse 12 in, uh, in chapter 2. When they saw Job from a distance, they scarcely recognized him. Wailing loudly, they tore their robe and threw dust over their, over their heads to demonstrate their grief. As fast as we want to go through Job, and as deep as this is, it'd be really helpful to understand that Job was a, an extremely solid, specifically light-beaconing follower of the Lord. And to see him devastated was devastating for these three friends. And they started crying out loud, and they were throwing dust on their head, you know, dust from the dust you came for the dust you'll return kind of thing, to demonstrate their grief, their pain, their shared sorrow. And it was what, what's important about this text or what's, what's critical about this text is to understand that this is all this is all authentic. This is all genuine. There's nothing phony here. Again, they're going to come off and they're going to do some stupid things, but in the meantime, that hasn't happened yet. And they see Job, and he's a mess. I mean, just to be really, I want to be really careful how I say this. My life is nothing like Job's. Just don't get the wrong idea. But somebody who hasn't seen me since California, if they see me now, I weigh 40 pounds, 45 pounds heavier, and I walk with a limp. <laughs> They're not exactly to go stunning. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying you understand it. But in this case, they saw from a distance he was a mess. And they started bawling. Because that truly that is bearing his burden. So when we see somebody struggling, you know, it says join me in my struggle and so on and so forth, we think, well, I'll just pray for him and then I won't have to think about it again. That's not the right spirit. That's not the right heart. That's not the right mindset. Right? Jesus knew the pain of the people, shared that pain, and provided comfort and grace. That's what we need to seek for, strive for, learn to do, to be like Jesus. That's all we're, we're trying to do, just to be like Jesus, okay? We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Show break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. 
To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? What the issue is, is this guy hears the gospel from Philip... And in that presentation of the gospel is baptism. That is not, not negotiable in the sense that there's no way you can remove that. And he responds by saying, I want to be part of this family. I want to be connected to this. I hear the good news. I want the grace and the mercy. I want to do whatever it takes to show my response, not just to you, Philip, but to the entire world. I'm a Christian. And that's what baptism does. And while I think it's dangerous to say, if you're not, you can never get in, because I don't believe that's correct, I also think it's dangerous to say nobody needs to do it. That's incorrect, too. Your baptism is an open proclamation of an inward work. Don't you ever forget, the Lord requires that. If you've never been baptized, get baptized. Don't, don't, oh, we got to do it right this way. Arrange to get baptized. That's it. If you've never done it, you should do it because it's a declaration of your faith. That's the response to the gospel. You're saying by identifying going down and up in baptism, the end of you, the beginning of him in you. Okay. That just seems like a doesn't even seem like that's complex. I think everybody should just go, yeah, okay, got it. And if you can't outside Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Now get ready, because here's a pretty interesting trivia question. In 1 Kings 17, okay, so now you have the address. (laughs) In 1 Kings 17, who did the prophet Elijah inform that there would be no rain for three years? Who did he tell that to? Oh, Joanne and Cordelia. Pow, pow. Nice work, ladies. Very, very, very good. If you think you know the answer, by the way, you can call 972-445-0770. Seven zero. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We send you up to the website at this point in the show all the time. Two reasons to uh, to uh, 
keep your mind uh, floating in the process. One, don't forget to pray for the audience, just like Gary said, and uh, just like A said, they were praying. We need everybody to be praying for one another, taking care of one another, blessing one another, and then don't forget about our ministry need to know uh, what I need to do, what we need to do, what the ministry needs to do financially. We need as much help as we can get. There's a way to give on the website. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. See, now I'm waiting if it's that end. I'm waiting for the, the, the Bugs Bunny guy to go, watch up, Doc. You're right? It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a few it's, different ones, Dave. Eh? Oh, all right. I'm going to classify that as a, um, as a chicken casserole. With cheese. With, with cheese, okay? If you put peas in it, the wife will freak out. So you can't do that, okay? My wife is. We were we were at the store the other day, and I go, she goes, uh, I go, what did you want? And she goes, I'm not sure. I said, well, I know it's world peas. I said, but since you hate peas, probably not. And she just looked at me like, stop talking. No peas. <laughs> She's very, very anti. She's very anti. It goes back to her and her dad and her mom. You can't leave the table, right? Can't leave the right? Can't leave the table to eat your peas. Here's Noel. Here's how Noel. She stayed there till nine o'clock. She just wouldn't eat the peas. Out of all the things I hated eating, peas were number one. You and her would just get. You just would just be like best buddies. She just could not. She just would not. And now, anytime that comes up, it's well, it's rather funny at this point. But uh, smart woman. Yeah, she is a smart. Well, I know, but then you know, <laughs> with me, that's not that smart. All right. Anyway, here's the. It's a dirty question. In First Kings 17, who did the prophet Elijah inform that there would be no rain for three years? You have the address if you need to look it up. Uh, 972-445-0770. 214-210-8483 is the text. Then david at he must increase.org uh, is the email. Let's go ahead and do our history. We've got our history going, so let's do history. Let's go All right, uh, today is Carve a Pumpkin Day. Not a surprise there. Nobody's going to be surprised about that. Today is National Doorbell Day. Ding dong. Ding dong. You know, uh, this is so funny because of what's coming up right behind it. Uh, it's National Caramel Apple Day, which is like totally, right? I mean, how do you not like caramel apples? I mean, that just is weird. Now, it's also National Knock Knock Joke Day. So I got uh, two for you. Uh, because you just did the ding dong on this ding one. Uh, it's uh, n- all right. I'm gonna do it. Ready? Knock knock. Ding dong. No no no. You're supposed to go. Who's there? Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? The Avon lady and your doorbell's broken. Let's uh, see. That's that's one. Okay. Now here's the other one. Ready? Here's the other one. Ready? This is the my favorite knock knock joke. All right. Say knock knock to me. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> is that mean? Hey, <laughs> go so let me sink or swim. That's a good one right there. So you see, you see for time. I got a great knock-knock joke. Tell you. you say, say knock-knock. You go, who's there? And they just wait looking at you like, what? 
Oh, don't tell me that's not funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, it's sneak candy for yourself before your kids start knocking day. Well, that's just I just think that's appropriate. On 1517 on this day, Martin Luther posts his 95 theses on the door of the Castle Church in Wittenberg. Uh, 19, I'm sorry, 1864, Nevada is admitted as the 36th United States. 1892, The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes is first published, and then uh, 1948. These are the ones I don't know if they're true. But 1948, Froggy was killed by a truck. 16-year-old Billy Froggy Laughlin uh, from The Little Rascals was hit on a scooter uh, when they made a U-turn in front of him. I don't know if that's true or not. Those are the ones I kind of go, maybe. All right. Okay, trivia one last time, then I'll get into the teaching. Uh, It's a a very bizarre teaching, this next segment. Remember, I'm going through this piece by piece for a reason. Uh, The trivia question is, in 1 Kings 17, who did the prophet Elijah inform that there would be no rain for three years? He told some king that. What king was it? 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. This portion I'm going to talk about right now is beyond a doubt um, uh, lights out way, way, way better than I do. <laughs> That's how I can't say it any other way. All right? Let me go through this uh, runway again. You'll understand why. Okay. Uh, when they saw Job from a distance, they scarcely recognized him. Wailing loudly, they tore their robe and threw dust into the air, uh, even over their heads, to demonstrate their grief. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and nights. No one said a word, for they saw that his suffering was too great for words. So this, uh, this truth is how really genuine friends have this capacity, uh, really authentic friends, really authentic Christians have a capacity to be able to share grief without saying anything. It is in the form of a presence in some capacity, right? But a Christian friend who's carrying the burdens knows that their friend or their you know companion or whatever might have been beaten up so bad that instead of pointing out they look like garbage, they don't say any. They care enough to say nothing. And they just know that they're hurting, and they bear that hurting in their own heart and in their own soul. They share it. They bear it with them. And in this way, silence is very powerful. Because it's speaking volumes by saying nothing. So let's let's revert to this and understand. And, and I'm saying this with the most uh, truthful or authenticness I can muster. And that is these guys were not there initially to bag on Job. They didn't come there and say, oh, good, let's rip this guy apart. That's That comes about. Okay, it does happen. Okay. But they're initially there, and the pain is so great, it goes beyond the scope of words. It kind of goes into the passage of deep cries unto the deep, which is the depth of a person's heart crying out to the depth of the heart of God. Here is where you know this is true. Ready? I love my wife. She is fantastic. She tells me some of her burdens. 
I'm a talk show host with three separate degrees and three separate ordinations. You would think at some point that maybe I had learned this lesson <laughs> right here in the book of Job, recognizing they just sat there and shared the grief by saying nothing. But no, 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 no. Ask Davy a question, Davy will give an answer. Tell Davy something, Davy will make a comment. Why? Because Davy is the commentator. Instead of the terminator, I'm the commentator. You see what I'm saying? And so you always have to offer something. And it's like so wrong. You can can you feel what I'm trying to tell you? Can you feel what I'm sharing with you? Are you are you getting this? Sometimes the best thing that I can do is to shut up and just bear the pain with her and let her share and let her unload. So this Saturday, I won't give you many details, so don't ask for them because the answer is no. We had a disagreement and I, you know, being one to share uh, pretty effectively, depending on what I'm sharing about, uh, went on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And you know what she did? She said absolutely nothing. And then when I kind of brought it down, she was like, and then when I looked to her for an answer, so to speak, you know, her response, the mature Christian response, well, what can we do about this together? Like, or, you know, because she's so How happy. did you get so lucky, Dave? Huh? How did you get so lucky? Uh, uh, I don't talk about that. But the bottom line is, it's like amazing, right? Because that she did everything right in her spirit. When when she tells me something, I just sit there and go, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, right, right. Even my daughter bought me a T-shirt that says, uh, because I have a doctorate, let's just assume I'm right. I am so wrong. It's not even that. I'm so wrong. And the great power, and this might be uh, the last great thing that these guys did, and this would tell you why Job was willing to pray for his friends at the end, after the next 29 chapters. Because remember, it's going to 29 chapters. It's going to get ugly. <laughs> just, just being honest. It's going to get ugly for a little bit. Just, just relax there. But he was willing to pray because they were genuinely caring and concerned and they were feeling it and they were feeling it with him and they said nothing and they were just processing with him the way that it would be nice if Christians would do as opposed to each one of us making a snap judgment within a 60-second time frame and thinking we know all the answers to the situations. Maybe if we just shared the pain the way the Lord shares our pain, we would just be that much wiser and that much more mature. Wow. I want to be, I want to grow up one day. <laughs> That's all I have to say. In Kings 17, who did the prophet Elijah inform that there'd be no rain for three years? The answer is Ahab was the king that he told that to. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. You don't know what's going to happen in one minute, let alone one hour from now. And God, who it's impossible for God to lie, has made this commitment made this offer, made this opportunity to both you 
and me and all of us around. The simplicity is that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and that the wages of that sin, the wages falling short, is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God, demonstrating his love for us, sent Jesus Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. There is nothing more important than that principle right there, the hope that is offered to believers who acknowledge and surrender to the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's what's being offered. That's what gives you encouragement. That's what enables you to go on. You're going to have a lot of sorrow in this life. Job said it best, a man's days are few and full of trouble. But in the next, there is something so wonderful that even in man's mind, we cannot retain it. For eye has not seen, neither has ear heard, neither has, can the heart comprehend, can, can't even receive the great things which God has prepared for them that love him. There's such a great thing that's coming for us, such a great place, such a wondrous place. But you got to acknowledge the invitation. you got to say yes. Because if you don't say yes, you're not going to that wedding. The wedding of the Lamb. Don't be that person. Don't be that person that rejects it. Don't be that person that lives in sorrow, in grief, and in sadness. Don't be that person. Be the one that says yes so that you can be a part of the great wedding feast, that you can be a part of the great celebration. Oh, life is much more than this 60, 70, 80, 90 years. It's eternity on the line. And if you've already said yes, rest in the comfort. Rest in that place. Rest in that goodness. That all is well. And even on this side, if it's hard, on the other side, it's glorious. Sometimes Sometimes Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our last trivia question of the day. You will have a multiple choice, but you guys should be able to get this one. How many times did God call Moses' name from the burning bush? One, two, or five? How many times did God call Moses' name from the burning bush? One, two, or or five. If you think you know the answer, you uh, so it's one, two, or five. So I guess that'd be what A, B, C. Yeah, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero would be the number to call. Two one four two one zero eight four eight three. That's the number to text. And then David at he must increase 
dot org. That would be the email to call. Please keep us in prayer as a ministry. We do appreciate that. I didn't tell you. I uh, should have given you an update on this one thing, by the way. So we had a problem with the account on Friday, and I couldn't pay. Blah, 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 blah. By the time I drove home, went to the bank, the bank had completely rectified everything and had a new card for me, and everything was... I mean, I didn't even get home. I didn't even get home. I was on my way home. Stopped yeah. at the bank. It's like, yeah. Like, went through the drive-thru. It's like, took care. Hey, Dave, got this, 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 this. I'm like, well, okay then. <laughs> so that was kind of nice. So I really do appreciate that. We uh, happen to... I'm not plugging them. Just that we uh, happen to... Uh, a bank with Guaranteed Bank and Trust. And for us, that's been really good in Rockwell because we know all the people there. and They're very supportive of our the ministry and so on. So we think that's great. So they just took care of everything for me so I didn't have to deal with anything. It was like, so nice. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, trivia question, then we'll get into the teaching. Uh, please, though, keep us in prayer. We'd appreciate that. Here's your trivia question again. How many times did, Mo- did God call Moses' name? From the burning bush. One, two, or five. That's it. One, two, or five. Uh, 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483 is the number to text. And then david at he must increase.org is the email. I will let you know that later this week we will do the drawing for the SMU tickets. And then not next week, but the week after so next week i think is the eighth is the voting day for everybody so uh if you, unless you do early voting like we did on the 15th i have jury duty i'm pretty sure so every time i've gone to jury duty i, I get kicked out <laughs> do you want to know why why because i go i have a live talk show they're like out <laughs> It's like, I don't, it doesn't matter what it is. I actually had one judge in San Diego say, out, and you're not allowed to say a single word about the proceedings. I mean, that's what he said wow. to me. It's like, wow. Maybe you should listen to nice radio. <laughs> that's all I can think. Uh, okay, let's go back to this. Uh, we are done with Chapter 2, and now I'm going to say something, and I'm just stepping into this. I'm just going into the edge of this. I'm doing it on purpose, so just please bear with me. I, I I promise you I know what I'm doing in this, but here it is in, from, from Job 2.12. When they saw Job from a distance, they scarcely, scarcely recognized him. Wailing loudly, they tore their robes and threw dust in the air, uh, even over their heads, to demonstrate their, their grief. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and nights. No one said a word, for they saw that his suffering was too great for words. At last, Job spoke, and he cursed the day of his birth. I just, I'm just this one verse. Cursed be the day of my birth, and cursed be the night when I was conceived. Let that be turned to darkness. Let it be lost even to God on high, and let it be shrouded in darkness. So, Job, and we got somebody calling in. We're going to take that call, and then we'll we'll do this. But just keep in mind what Job is doing. Here's the first response that Job has. He has not sinned. He has gotten through the trial. There's nothing else to say. There is The trial is over. Chapter 1 and chapter 2 are done, but better said, the whole confrontation between uh, Satan and God is over. Done. That's where we're picking it up in chapter 3, and you have to remember that. It's very important. In the meantime, let's have the person uh, send him on through who's ready to answer a trivia question. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Don. Hi, Don. How are you? Well, good. 
Beautiful day today, isn't it? I'm out making Christmas decorations. You are. That is so much fun. Are you having fun doing it? Yeah, I'm making a life-size uh, manger scene. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I could not possibly make anything like that. I couldn't make anything that co- that calls for any coordination of carpentry. Uh, I just know how to use a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this, I've been working on this one for many years. Ah, uh, bless I, you. I'm adding two angels that have about 550 lights and uh, a, a shepherd that's laying on the ground with a sheep, holding a sheep. And uh, it takes a while to do it. I bet. I bet that takes but, a long time. All i got to do now is put the lights in. There you, wow, great job, brother. That's all. you got to send me a picture. got to send me something yeah. somehow. I will. Text it to me or Who something. Who do I send it? Who do I send it to? You can send it to – you can send me a text to the 214-210-8483 number. I'll get that okay. if you can send me a picture okay. that way. That would be I awesome. Will. All right. I will. All right. How many times did our good friend Moses – how many times did God call Moses' name from the burning bush? One, two, or five? Well – I'm trying to remember from Ten Commandments, and I think he did it twice. That is correct, Amanda! Yeah, Moses. Moses. (laughs) Yeah, and then you don't know. That's one of the things is you wonder if it was like, Moses. Hey, Moses. You know, <laughs> like, you yeah, the, really like, like maybe you didn't catch it the first time, and God's like going, "Hey, hey, knucklehead, over here, over here." You, know, you don't know they did that, but I always think stuff like that's funny. I think it's probably more human than we think, but that's just me because I'm human. So <laughs> that's why I think that way. Excellent job, brother. Great job in answering All right, that. Buddy. All God right. Bless you. God bless you too. Bye bye. Excellent job. Excellent. Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo. Okay. Here we go. All right, so let me go back to this one thing. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I have to do more of it next week, but listen to what Job says. I just want you to catch. There's three things that he says, okay? One, he says, he Job speaks, and he cursed the day of his birth. He goes, cursed be the day of my birth. That's one. Cursed be the night when I was conceived. That's nine months earlier, right? And, and... Let that day be turned to darkness and let it be lost even to God on high. So there's three things that Job says. All three things he already knows are a no-go. Just follow along, right? God is omniscient. So it's not going to be lost on God about what happened for Job or about his birth or anything like that, right? Then he, he, he curses the day he was born. Then he curses the day he was conceived. Almost like, I wish they never had intercourse because then I wouldn't have been born. You know, it's like that kind of thing. So here's the biggest thing, the biggest catch from this, right? God is not going to um, un, omniscient himself for Job's statement. That's not going to happen. And you can't curse the past. Let me explain what I mean by that. 
You know what Job could do about the night that his mom and dad conceived him? Nothing. Do you know what Job can do about the moment that he was announced? Even Job knew it. Uh, nothing. I brought nothing in. I took nothing out. I, was, I came in with nothing. That's right. And you don't have anything to do with the ta-da-da, here's Job kind of thing. And he couldn't curse the day he was born. He couldn't curse the, the night he was conceived. And he couldn't get God, who's, who knows everything, to forget something. So all of this speech is not theological it is pain. You get it? There's no. There's nothing in here where Job's like, here's my lesson for today. That's not what he's talking about. He's hurt. Now, why he's hurt, we're going to find out, is because he misunderstood the whole situation, which is about what 98% of us do, no matter what the trial is. We misunderstand because we think we know it like God, and we don't. But he curses, <laughs> I find it amazing, the day of his birth, the day of his conception, and then tells God, why don't you just forget about this? None of those things could ever happen. He cannot curse the past. He cannot take it away from God. But he's hurt, and now he's venting, and now he's sharing. And that's what he's going through, and that's what the friends are listening to. But instead of connecting with him and sobbing with him, they're going to get a little religious a little fast. We'll get to that next week. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.